Hello and welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, believe it or not. My name is Tom and beside me, it's my co-host Marty. Hello, I'm here right next to you. That's very, very scary, uh, but we are not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the War Within announcement cinematic. What an epic BlizzCon 2023 it has been and probably to kick it all off in the world of warcraft news we had well the man the myth the legend chris Matson on stage at blizzcon once again how awesome was it to just have him back on stage just watching him and hearing him it's like blizzard's well well the warcraft story incarnate on on stage yeah, and obviously Chris Matson, he retired, quotation marks, from Blizzard back in 2016. He returned as a, an advisor mm. in 2022, and now as of 2023, back on the team. And I mean, I don't think we ever imagined we would see Chris Matson on a stage at BlizzCon again, but it, it took us back to all those memories of just Chris being on stage and the energy mm-hmm. that he obviously brings and as soon as he walked on the stage you felt just the shift in atmosphere like everyone was just drawn and just sort of hanging off every single word (laughs) and he was funny (laughs) he's a a funny guy yeah and i think he knows how to deliver these big announcements as well and it wasn't just you know all energy you know it was very there was some like poignant moments in there and actually you know when we talk about the cinematic here, there's sort of comparisons of, you know, Chris Matson returning to Blizzard, returning to the BlizzCon stage, and the cinematic with Thrall actually showing up as well. Yeah, and, and even just Andrin returning as well, I suppose. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of returning back to how things were. Oh, um, maybe not how to things were, but, you know, Let's bring the bad back together for uh, another round and uh, see where where we can go now. Yeah, that very much that we're not taking a fully blank page, but you know, it's there's some there's some notes at the top of it, but we're we're pretty much taking like a, a new step here and also revisiting some old things that haven't been fully resolved yet from previous expansions. Exactly. I don't think it's a blank page we're starting on. <laughs> I feel like there is a lot of threads that uh, they're trying to uh, tie up, to build upon, to create a future from. Um, and, I mean, we're probably focusing on, on, on the cinematic here and, and the story, but we cannot. We have to mention that they have announced not just one, but three expansions. So it's not just well, I mean, it, it is one long storyline that it, that that uh, spans over multiple expansions, and this is a new one. This is a first, and this is very exciting. This was a, I think, the cinematic was a great place to start this groundwork. I suppose that what they're going to be doing moving forward with the story, which you know looks like there's going to be a greater emphasis on tying expansions together and actually telling a, a fully fledged story over multiple expansions, which I think they have struggled with in the past. Mm-hmm. and something about the cinematic as well it wasn't i think your conventional expansion announcement usually they're very action-packed aren't they they're mm-hmm. very you know explosions there's fighting there's lots of things happening this was a complete 
like 180 on what we're used to. It was, as Chris said, it's like some things start with a somber moment, and that was most definitely what, what this one was. Uh, there is definitely some mystery and a little bit of, you know, just a spark of action uh, that we don't, uh, that I guess we'll experience later on when we get closer to, to, the, uh, to the expansion launch. Yeah, so, I mean, in this cinematic, we obviously mentioned Thrall shows up. We've got Anduin sitting in the deserts of Silophus, all on his own, very thoughtful, reflective, you know, very much looks like he's in his own head. Thrall shows up and, you know, Anduin's basically saying, like, you're telling me that I don't get to hide here. And as someone that didn't play Shadowlands, I was starting to get a bit emotional about this, this cinematic because I obviously didn't know everything that Anduin has been through. Mm-hmm. I've since caught up a little bit on that. Obviously, what what happened in the Shadowlands with Anduin and being corrupted, I suppose, by the Jailer mind controlled and, and doing some terrible things there. And just seeing Anduin, you know, he's 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 cut his hair, he's looking very rough around the edges, you know, it looked like he's he's been through some immense trauma. You can see it in his eyes, in his face. And it's actually it was very powerful to see him like that and not just this you know, pretty boy that we're, we're used to that, you know, those beautiful blonde locks that we saw in like the Battle for Azeroth cinematic. This is a totally different Anduin who has been on a journey and it's it's quite reflective of maybe ourselves, you know, over the past few years as well, of just like how the world has gone and just, you can just see, you can see his pain and it's, you know, I'm, I'm almost tearing up now talking about it because it was that powerful. And I, and I think one of the very important uh, uh, lines as well is that Thrall is telling him that, that they try to stay away and, and give him time, but time itself doesn't heal uh, heal you or heal whatever you're going through. You, you need to, you know, take actions into your own hands sort of thing. And I think that's, a, you know, a good uh, message to actually get out there because, because sure, time does help, but it doesn't, if you don't do something yourself to... to move on or, or or something then you wouldn't you never will fully heal yeah time time is just the almost the currency that you know plays alongside the actions of, of what you do to, to help heal and i suppose now this is the time for anduin potentially to start healing but again in this cinematic he he's he's visibly shaken he's you know he his hands trembling and You've you've got this these whispers of of the world soul as well now that are that are happening and that's why Frawl is here you know we're getting told you know there is some darkness coming and that that we need the light and we need Anduin and you know this, this is obviously a very triggering moment for Anduin and one of the the poignant scenes in this expansion is our uh, is Anduin getting up from where he's sitting and he, he points his, his sword at Thrall and it's you just have to like take a double take because you almost feel like you're looking at Arthas in the like Wrath of the Lich King cinematic but this one's different his hand's trembling he's shaking and Thrall walks towards him gets that point of the sword like right on his chest and you know basically says I, I trust you Anduin like I you know he's been through a lot but we still trust you I really like that imagery as well, where the sword is trembling, but as soon as it connects with his friend, you know, as then 
you know, it, it, it doesn't shake anymore. It, it's That's stable. a good point, yeah. And I just like that that image that, you know, if, if we are helping each other, if we're doing this together, then, you know, then, then you know, things will be more stable. We will be, we can move forward together. Yeah. That, that, is, that is a very, very powerful moment right there. And again, like one of the last times we saw Anduin, like in an announcement expansion cinematic was like Battle for Azeroth. This is a totally different vibe. Mm-hmm. Like at that time, the Alliance and Horde were going to war again. And you had Anduin commanding this army and, you know, pointing his sword forward to lead a charge against the Horde. And now we have, you know, an ex-war chief of the Horde and Anduin just in this remote desert. Nothing else there. You know, there might be something in the background overlooking them, but it's just two characters, like we say, having this this moment together. And it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. So we should probably touch a little bit more on, I guess, the world so calling out because this feels like the follow-up to Battle for Azeroth. It feels like, oh, we're actually going to deal with that massive, massive sword that is sticking out of our planet. Yeah, and and I feel like, uh, because we already mentioned that, you know, the next three expansion will be this storyline that we are uh, starting on now. Um, and I feel like this has sort of like been the issue with World of Warcraft over the years that, you know, we'll follow a storyline and then the next expansion will go somewhere completely different. And then maybe one or two expansions on, we get back to these characters that we followed two to three expansions ago. So, you know, the story and what happens sort of, you know, gets chopped up and you, you sort of forget where you were and what happened. And, and, so I'm I'm really happy to see that they you know are moving towards this uh, uh, um, you know where we, fo- we have one f- storyline but it will be told through multiple expansions so we hopefully get a little bit more of a uh, a red thread uh, to follow through um, and this whole thing because there's lots of things if we look back back like we even have like a spaceship potentially out there with Velen and and what happened to that and why we're not just using that for things you know um, I need to refuel it uh, you know <laughs> or maybe it's uh, an electric spaceship they've plugged it in needs you know needs ten years to charge up we used it quite a lot in Legion so maybe maybe but but anyway. We're telling one story over multiple expansions, uh, getting that red threat. I think that is uh, that is very much needed, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm looking forward to to the trip. Yeah, and the the cinematic didn't really tell us too much with regards to what the threat is, but it is interesting. And actually, as someone who played Final Fantasy fourteen, like having the world soul call out and saying things like "Hear me," and uh, you know that's that's very Final Fantasy fourteen right there. If you've played that, you'll get it. But it sets the scene, I suppose, without giving too much away. And considering when the cinematic comes out, we're still within the, the realms of Dragonflight and tying up that story. So it, it gives us a nice little teaser for yeah. what we're going towards without, I think, spoiling what we are currently dealing with with regards to finishing up in the world of Dragonflight. And I think they did a really good job of just that balancing act of giving off enough so we get excited. Even, you know, not just with the next expansion, but the next three expansions um, that just just give us enough so we are invested and interested. But still, nothing has been spoiled. It's not like uh, we know exactly what's going to happen when when 10.2 is over, things like that. Um, So I I felt like they did a really good job with, with 
you know, telling us enough, but not too much. Yeah, and, and just to go back to the, the cinematic again, I think more of these moments are great at telling a story, at character development, and just getting us to connect with these characters again. Because, like I say, as someone that didn't play Shadowlands, and I always, I've always liked Anduin as a character, but if I didn't really follow that. But immediately, like watching the cinematic, I was like, I was so hooked and... Like, I, I felt that connection with Anduin again, even though I didn't necessarily know what he had been through in Shadowlands without, you know, looking it up. But I could feel that, and suddenly, like, you feel connected. Like, you you feel emotion for these characters, which I think is something Warcraft hasn't been great at over the years, is, is you know, having those connections with characters. Like, we've, we've had characters come and go, and it's been a little bit sad. But generally, like, I think that cinematic is one of the most powerful they have ever made in the game. And, you know, I've read comments of people being absolutely choked up with emotion. Like, I'm almost choking up just thinking about it right now and, and thinking about people getting emotional about it. And, it, you know, that is just testament to the team that, are, that have made this cinematic and they continue to, I guess, take them to the next level. It, it almost looks like we're looking at a live-action mm. scene here as well. It's just... You know, visually, it's it, it's stunning, and it's without all this Michael Bay explosions. Like it's a conversation between two characters, but it it's so much more. Yeah, I would love to see like just an eight episode uh, thing made this way. But to be fair, um, I I would love to just see you know that uh, three and a half D or whatever they call it, and where they use the game engine, but they 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 make it look a little bit better. Those cinematics, I would take like an eight episode. Uh, series just with, with that uh, look i think how warcraft looks and feels like uh you know I, I would i would i would watch it it just doubles down on that you know these heartfelt moments they 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 feel so so good uh, uh and i wish that we had more characters that we could explore that with um so so hopefully blizzard if you're listening uh build up some it's great to go back to the oldies but goodies but remember to build up some new ones for for the future as they said three decades from now that's, that will still be World of Warcraft that's what they basically said well yeah that's what that's what Chris Chris is saying so I mean the game is gonna outlive me and Marty but we you know for future generations we hope that it lives on and I mean the, the, the final shot of this cinematic as well where we pan over the you know Thrall and Anduin and into the distance we see that sword that Salgaris stuck into Azeroth what sword? You know, it's like a toothpick, isn't it, really? At the end of Battle for Azeroth. And we now continue that story, which, you know, we've we've had lots of things happening in Battle for Azeroth. We've had memes about the wounds and champion. And, well, finally, we get to, to stand up and maybe take care of that flesh wound. Maybe. I mean, I feel like there's, there's been a few of these things in pop culture recently as well. Just like, why is nobody in the Marvel Universe talking about that there's a you know, huge being sticking out of the, our planet, you know, that hap which happened in the Eternals? And it, this is like the exact same thing. There's a huge freaking sword sticking out of, of our planet. What, why is nobody talking about it? Why had, how had have four years gone by and, and nothing has happened with that? Well, we're talking about it now, Marty. And 
if you out there saw the cinematic, you obviously did if you're listening to this podcast, how did it make you feel? Were you emotional like myself? What are your expectations with regards to the storyline? We would love to hear from you in the places that you can do that. And we are very much just looking forward to what is coming next with The War Within. I've been Tom. That's been Marty. That's me. And we've been talking WoW. Thanks for tuning in, champion. Did you enjoy this episode of Talking WoW? If so, why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment? You can find Talking Wow on Twitter or YouTube over at Talking Wow. Hope to see you again soon. <laughs>